0: Coming up on Squats and Margaritas. Oh my gosh, there's so much in your chart. We can literally talk about it for the rest of our lives. When you have something where you're using some of your gifts, it feels good. It feels like, okay, I can do this. I'm into it. But over time, it might feel like something's missing. Like, it's not what I thought it was,
1: or it's not who I am. And that's because you're not showing up as your full self every day. The blue butterfly is not shocking or crazy to us at all. Like that is the magic of this world, right? And it's so crazy that most of us don't have eyes to see it. Things like that are happening all the time for us. It's just, were we awake and aware and aligned with Where we were meant to be to receive this support, these messages. Your body is like this compass. Like it is literally like something inside of you is like, turn north. And your mind is like, why? I'm driving my kids to soccer practice. And your body is like, listen. It's sort of like following these moment to moment breadcrumbs of like, I don't know why my body is just telling me to go to my front yard right now. And when you do, you see that butterfly messenger that is giving you that message. And if you had ignored, your body and forced yourself to finish making your smoothie, you would have missed this incredible message that the universe, that your spirit guides, that your higher self were, were trying to deliver you. Hey
2: senorita, really nice to meet
0: you. Have some tequila and stay. Oh.
2: This week on Squats and Margaritas, it's Shayna Cornelius and Dana Styles, co-founders of Day Luna. We are talking about living your human design. Everyone talks about what's your sign and you give your astrological sign, but there is another sign that gives you so much more information. I am blown away. We're going to talk about your moon sign. We're going to talk about the five energy types. And once you align and kind of lean into your human design, you can live your life to the fullest, find your purpose on why you're here on this planet. Please do me a favor and hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this episode. Please leave me a review on Apple podcasts. And here is my episode with Shayna and Dana from day Luna. You have turned my world upside down ever since no. I have been to your website and learned about my moon sign. And I sent you my chart and I am blown away by what ah. I've learned. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We love your chart. We're so excited to tell you about
2: it. You love my Um, chart? Yes, I do. (laughs) You guys get to listen in um, as they tell me about my chart. You guys are all going to do your own chart. I'm going to tell you where to get it. But first, Shana and Dana, I know you met in college, um, but you were both on different paths, like the corporate path. Can you talk about what you saw on the corporate path that kind of led to what you're doing now and then getting into what is human design?
0: Yeah. So, um, we both worked corporate careers, working nine to five, working our butts off. And, um, I was really at a, in a high level position. I was a director of operations for 10 different companies, all owned by the same owner working directly under him. And I was running shit. Like it felt so good. It felt great, but (laughs) I was exhausted and I was burnt out. And every single day I kept thinking like, this can't be it like this can't be it. Money's great. Recognition's great. Um, but this can't be it. I'm exhausted. And I dread like literally looking at the clock, counting down the minutes to when I'm out of here yep. and that feeling of like, I've done every single thing. Right. And this is not my life. And in that space, you know, we're really passionate about life purpose and, um, understanding who you are and your gifts, because we hear that messaging a lot in our society, like be yourself, just be who you are. And it's like, okay, but who the F am I? <laughs> what like, if you great. don't know what that is? Yeah. yeah it's like, I want I want to do that. It sounds amazing, but like, I don't know who I am. I don't know yeah. what I'm good at. I'm just watching everyone else around me and trying on what they're doing and seeing if I'm good at it and seeing if it sticks or if it, if it feels good, but at the end of the day, it still feels like I'm putting on a costume, like I'm putting on somebody else's shoes and seeing if I can make it fit. And so, you know, I think that there's a huge epidemic of people not knowing who they are and just forcing themselves to work jobs that they hate or to use their energy in a way that just feels like something's off like friction or people who just really feel lost and feel exhausted by the rat race that we're we're all in collectively the hustle, the grind. So we're so passionate about this topic, but in our journey with, you know, working our jobs, feeling like this can't be it, we started going on like the spiritual, uh, path of, of meditation and breath work and getting really curious and asking these deeper questions. And it led us to, you know, deeper layers in astrology and it led us towards Kundalini and all of these different modalities. And then it led us to human design. And when we just like heard about human design, we both found out that we were the same type or both projectors. And we were like, why have we never heard of this before? (laughs) Why have I not been told this since like like middle school. Because everyone and- just says, What's
2: your sign? And you give your what is that star sign? Your astrological yeah, yeah, sign? Yeah, I like Sagittarius. But that does not tell you shit. Like I know. <laughs> sign tells you everything. I am enlightened. And I want to say, you said that it, when you guys were working the corporate world, it's like you both realized you weren't fulfilled, but like you everybody else seemed just like fine with it. But you guys both felt like there was something else.
1: Yeah. And I definitely felt this feeling like in my corporate job, my job was a little bit different than Shayna's, where I was working as a therapist, but in this very kind of corporate setting where I wasn't allowed to talk about crystals. I wasn't allowed to use sound therapy and I wanted to, and literally I would get in trouble. Like I would get like written up for, you know, different things that I would do. Like I worked with kids and I would show them crystals and they were so interested in it. And I just felt like this feeling of okay, I'm sacrificing who I really am. Yes. I'm putting myself in a box. And while people at work really like me, um, I feel like I have to like be in the spiritual closet when I'm at home, like who right. I really am. And I felt this like push and pull of like not getting to show up as my true self or my real self in my corporate setting. Um, but I spent so much of my time there, so much of my, my energy, my gifts were being used in this job where it just felt like this Hollow version of me. Like I was pretending to be something that I really wasn't. And that feeling, like that pit in your stomach, deep in your soul feeling of, I know that this is not right. Like something is missing. That feeling, we, Shane and I both felt that at the exact same time. And it was such a blessing to have each other as friends to go down that journey of exploring and experimenting and saying, okay, if this is not what who I am, then who am I? All of those questions. Um, and I think that so many people are having that same experience right now because of the way our society is evolving and shifting. We are in this huge paradigm shift right now in this moment where more and more people are feeling that feeling of like, I don't want to pretend that I'm someone I'm not all day long. Forty hours a week. I don't want to feel exhausted and burnt out, and be be forced to be working in a way that just feels wrong for me or off for me. And that's why we're seeing so many people like resigning and wanting to create their own thing. And it's a beautiful shift. And honestly, like discovering. So, what human design is basically human design is kind of like the new astrology, is what we like to call it. It's a modality that's using astral uh, elements from astrology, also from the I Ching, the Kabbalah tree of life, and the chakras system. So all of these kind of ancient modalities are coming together in the synthesis alongside of modern sciences. And it shows you this blueprint, this complete map of your energetic characteristics, your energetic design. So it's really showing you, this is how you are unique This is how you are different than anyone else. And here is the owner's manual of how you operate this energetic vehicle. Like we can think of all of our bodies as being like different vehicles, different cars. Some people are a diesel and some people are a hybrid and some people are an electric. And if you are an electric vehicle, for example, and you've been trying to put diesel in your engine, like no wonder everything is falling apart and you feel completely off. So human design is really showing you, this is how you are different different than other people. And here's how you can move through the world so that you come into personal alignment with who you really are and with your gifts and life purpose. And that's a huge takeaway of human design. It's like the more you're just living in authenticity and alignment with your true nature, that is when you naturally come into this realm of really embodying your true purpose as your true self. And I think that that shift, you know, is, is really the core of what human design is for.
2: You guys, the timing of this is like, (laughs) I just found like my purpose. And I, when you were saying like, some people don't want to like drudge through a 40 hour, uh, work week for me Mm -hmm. was just being a stay at home mom. Like, and I don't, Mm. I was so scared to say it. I was like, I feel like there's something more and moms aren't supposed to say that because you know, it's this blessing. And I still want to be a mom. I'm happy that I'm a mom. My kids are four Mm -hmm. and six, but I felt called to do something else. I didn't know what it was, but there was something else. And I feel like there are so many moms that are living that way that are not even like paying attention to the signs or looking at what they want because they feel like they just want to be a mom. And when I finally just like started paying attention to the signs, it was like so much opened up for me. And I just, I just now found what I am sure is my life's purpose like within the last couple of months. And then it's like, now I have this talk with you. And (laughs) like, if I was doing this a year ago, I'd be like, oh, sounds good. Like, that's why it is so impactful. Like the timing of it. And I feel like I'm supposed to have it with you now because the timing of it. And what I wanted to say, while you were talking about having a manual, like for yourself, It's almost like having a manual for your spouse or your kids. Like this is going to make me a better mother to know the human design of my children, the human design of my husband. And I love that analogy. Like maybe he's diesel and I'm just putting gasoline in. And it's like, why are we always fighting? It's like, (laughs) you understand them. And then you know how to have a better relationship with them. Like this can help on so many levels, just figuring out your human design.
0: And I'm here for it. Absolutely. Yeah, human design, it honestly, it gives you this like permission slip for yourself to stop judging and comparing yourself. And then it allows you to stop judging and comparing the close people in your life. And it's like, that sounds too good to be true, but it's just the natural progression when you're like, oh, this is how I'm different cool. I can stop trying to be like you. And this is how you're different. Great. I can stop judging you and trying to force you to be like me because yes. we do that out of love. We're like, this works for me. So you should do this too. Love like language. You're struggling. It's, yeah. I like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, this is how you should, you know, you should sleep on this because that's what works for you. But it's like, no. that might not work for them. That might exactly. be pulling them away from their truth. So human design gets really deep. It gets into your like energetic type right. And how your energy operates in the world around you, how you increase your magnetism, have less resistance, but then it gets into how you make decisions and uh, decisions that are energetically correct for you. And then it gets into your, you know, personality and how you learn and teach. And then it gets into your gifts and, um, your life purpose and what you're here to really lean into and all of the things that you do. So it gets really, really specific. But when we look at human design, just in the beginning, most people just find out about their type and that's like the most broad category, but honestly is one of the most helpful categories. Cause if you just knew your type and authority, which is how you make decisions, your whole life can change. And then it's like a whole exciting process to be like, okay, but what are my gifts and how am I empathetic? And how do I condition other people? And what's my purpose? All that stuff. Um, it's a really big journey. So if you're pulling up your chart for the first time, you can do so on our website, daylunalife.com for free. And it's going to look really overwhelming. And yeah. like, I have no idea what any of this means, but we recommend start with your type and authority first. And there's tons of free resources to learn about that, whether that's our podcast or just a million things online, but start there.
2: Yeah. And I want you to go through the energy types that I'm going to have people download it from your website so that while you're going through it, people can see what they are, but I wanted you to share really quickly about the month commitment that you guys did once you found out your types.
1: Yeah. So the cool thing about human design versus like traditional astrology is that astrology can be really deep. If you're going into the deeper layers, most people don't though, right? They just (laughs) talk about their sun sign and it's like, this is not helpful at all, but even still astrology is here to kind of like help you reflect on your personality. And it's sort of this like reflective process, which is helpful, but the difference is with human design, not only are you getting all of this reflection and insight about how you're unique, you're also getting practical, uh, strategies that you can actually experiment with and apply to your life. And that is where the magic happens because you are actually embodying these things instead of just thinking about them or talking about them. And so with human design, uh, based on your type, you'll have a strategy And then based on your authority or decision-making process, you'll have an authority. And these two simple things, well, they're not simple because they are kind of like a lifelong practice, but basically these two things are the things that you can start experimenting with. And what we recommend doing, because we meet a lot of people who, when they first come across human design, maybe they're not quite up for it. It's like a little woo-woo for them. And they're like, is this really real? Is this really true? And we're like, it's an experiment try it. Um, Choose one week or two weeks or one month. And that's what we did when we first came across our design. We chose one month because Shane and I like to call ourselves dive in bitches. Like we go all (laughs) in. We're like, when we, when we do this, we're going to really do it. And we're going to see for ourselves, how does this feel? What shifts, what happens? So when we found out we were both projectors, we have the same strategy because we're both the same type. And we're like, okay, let's do this. You and me one month, we're going to go hard. And for that one month, we started really experimenting with the strategies. And, and the tools that help you live as a projector and making decisions with our authority and trusting that inner authority, that inner intuition that lives in the body. And in that one month, literally everything in our entire life started changing. Like all we just became so clear, um, the places in our lives where we weren't really living as our true selves, where we were feeling inauthentic, all of these different relationships that were kind of out of alignment and were sort of toxic or holding us back, came to light and just started shifting. We started getting all of these opportunities and invitations to do like all of these amazing, cool things that we had always wanted to do, but we just had dreamed of. We hadn't actually done it before. And in that one month, um, we started getting all of these invitations around human design. Actually, we created our first ritual kits to help people learn about their human design in a physical way. So with crystals and candles, we wrote these booklets just for our friends and family. And we ended up getting invited to work at this retreat that was not connected to human design, but we were like, travel to Costa Rica and work at a retreat. Like, (laughs) yes, please. So we went together. And in that process, everyone was asking us about, can you give us human design readings? I wish you would start a podcast. And we just had all of this momentum and it just became crystal clear. Like, okay, when we get home, we're quitting our jobs (laughs) and we have no idea how we're going to do that and how we're going to provide for ourselves. But We're just going to leap. We're just going to trust our inner authority and see what happens. And that process led us down the path of creating Dayluna eventually and being able to teach other people how to utilize their human design. And the really cool thing is every single major decision we have made along the way in building our business, we have only used our human design to create those business decisions. And our friends and family legit thought we were psycho in the beginning. They were like, you guys are nuts. Like, what are you doing? You're quitting your job. You you're throwing away your degree. Like you're moving. Like, what are you doing? Did you ask a professional? Did you ask an authority if this is a smart decision? And it's like, no. We're our own authority. We're moving into the space where we're doing it our way. We're building it our way and everything along the way, we've really built our business to work in a way that serves us as projectors, which is radically different than I think the traditional model of how people run their business. So that process of experimenting is so important because we're really shifting away from other people telling us what's true and those outside experts or outside authorities dictating how you should live your life. We're moving away from that. We're moving into this realm of personal empowerment and living our unique uh, purpose purposes because when we do that we really thrive in harmony with the collective like even your story Erin of of being a stay at home mom and loving that like that's amazing and beautiful but your unique design is here to lead you are here to use your voice you are here to teach people and talk about things in a deeper way you're here to inspire people towards kind of that next level of awakening and abundance and prosperity and and so the conditioning you know the outside authority is telling you you're a mom and that's all you should be, or that's all you should spend your energy doing. And for you, it's like, no, I want to lead in all of these spaces in my life and like taking your own agency back and trusting that internal knowing instead of only listening to that outer authority. The knowing I like, I Mm -hmm. can't wait
2: to tell you guys what I did, like, or I'm going to go, but we'll talk about when we get to my energy type, but it is a knowing and Mm -hmm. what happened for me. And then the synchronicity of everything, like the timing of things, it was like, I had to, I do, I know I'm supposed to do this and I do it. And then I would be connected to somebody else who gave me this opportunity. And then it just, and I know it, like, I know mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to be doing now. Um, let's start five energy types. Let's start with you guys. Cause you're both projectors and you mentioned it. If anybody got that on their quiz, what are we talking about there?
1: Yeah. So as a projector, projectors are a little bit more rare. They're less than 20% of the population. And Shane and I are both projectors. As we mentioned, projectors are people who are here to guide others. Projectors have an aura, an energy that moves out of their body in this focused and penetrating way. So projectors are really designed to look into the other, our energy dives into other people. And we're always wondering what makes this person tick? How can I guide this person? Who is this person in front of me? And in the same way, projectors are really able to put their energy into a system or a business. So projectors are really here to see, and they're here to guide, but they do not create a consistent amount of energy to do or to build uh, the same way other people might. So even if a projector is in love with building their business, they only have like, you know, an inconsistent and finite amount of energy to do that. Whereas other types, if they are in love with what they are doing, they generate more energy to be able to keep going. We don't do that. Yeah, exactly. And that's like you, Aaron. So for <laughs> Shane and I, even though we, there's parts of what we were doing that we loved, it was like, we would reach the two hour mark or the four hour mark and just feel completely burnt Out and we were like, what's wrong with us? Like, do we have an autoimmune illness? Like, is there, you know, something going on in our health? Like, why does everyone else seem like they can keep up? And we are dragging our feet. And even after sleeping for eight hours or 10 hours, we're still exhausted the next day showing up. So as a projector, you're what we call a non energy being. It doesn't mean that you don't have your own energy. It just means you kind of have an inconsistent amount and you really kind of vibe on the people around you and, and fuel off of their energy. So as a projector, you're here to be a guide. You're here to really focus more on what you see and giving that advice rather than how much you're doing or building. But in order for your advice to be received harmoniously and with ease, um, here's where your strategy comes into play as a projector, which is Wait for the invitation. Wait for the invitation before you give your advice to someone else who didn't ask for it. So it's basically like you can't feed a closed mouth. When a projector is trying to give advice to someone who doesn't want it, their mouth Mm -hmm. is closed. It is so repelling. People are like, (laughs) leave me alone. Nobody asked you. But when projectors just do their thing and focus on their own inside and what they're fascinated in and what they see in a way that's really different than other people, then people can recognize that projector and invite them. And that's when that advice or guidance is really designed to be super helpful for both individuals. So for projectors, it's all about working less, starting to see yourself more as a guide than as a doer, mm-hmm. um, and waiting for the invitation before <laughs> you're giving your advice or inserting what you're wanting to do in other people's lives. You can still say, I'm learning about human." design and I love it. And it's fascinating for these reasons. You're just not telling your partner or your boss, like you should try this. Here's a pamphlet and, Yeah, <laughs> until, <laughs> until they ask you about it until okay. they're open to it. So that's projectors. And that's one of the main reasons why we just felt so burnt out in our old job is that we were working too hard. We were working, trying to work consistently and keep up with other people. And we weren't really working exactly in the zone that truly fascinated us.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. And if anybody is in the,
1: I believe 1% that say reflector. Yeah. What is that all about? Yeah. So reflectors are, our one percenters. So in human design, they're like our unicorns and they're extremely rare. Right. And reflectors are people who are once again, non-energy beings. They do not generate their own consistent amount of energy to do things. Instead, they take in the world around them and, and they're like a sponge. They're extremely empathetic. They take in the energy of the people around them and experience that amplify it and almost reflect it back to the people around them. So reflectors are like the chameleon. Anywhere they go, they take in that energy, they become the energy of the people around them, and they temporarily get to experience what that energy is. So reflectors can experience everything in life. They can be like anyone around them. And Mm -hmm. when they're on their own, they clear out and they have this sense of just becoming nothing, everything and nothing and being this sacred mirror. So their purpose is to really gauge who is healthy and authentic and who is not and what communities or environments are healthy and authentic and which which are not. So when a reflector is in an environment and they feel amazing and healthy and good, they're reflecting that environment. We know that everyone else in the environment is really being authentic and kind of like aligned with who they really are versus when a reflector is really feeling off and like, you know, their body is feeling off in some way. They know they're in an environment where people are inauthentic where people are mm-hmm. out of alignment where people are not really healthy. So as a reflector, um, the way your strategy that helps you kind of like let yourself feel everything as you're meant to engage everything as you're meant to, but still come back to your own intuition about your own life. Their strategy is called waiting the 28 day lunar cycle. So they're really designed to attune to the moon cycles and give themselves an entire month or an entire moon cycle before they make any big moves or big decisions in their lives and really giving themselves time to cycle out each day, become something new, release that become something new, release that. And in that process, they're able to actually access their own clarity. About their life. So, and if you have any reflectors in your life, it's so important to look at them and to know that their overall well being and health is a reflection of the people they spent time with. And they're designed to kind of be like at the center, at the heart of our communities where we look to them um, to see our own reflection. I keep thinking like dogs are reflectors, like yes. a dog comes
2: in and just starts barking and it's like, what? Yeah, you're like looking at somebody, it's like, they have a bad energy or they just yeah. come up and love on you. <laughs> Does that make sense? Dogs exactly.
1: Actually okay. dogs can have a human design. Well, they have a dog design, so it's slightly canine different. Design. Yeah. There is literally a canine design and most dogs are reflectors. So you absolutely nailed it. Like that is the same energy. <laughs> they're so empathetic. They kind of become a mirror. Yeah. Or whatever the people is around them. So, so those are kind of the, the the more rare ones. And then the next, another rare one is manifestors. Manifestors are less than 10% of the population and manifestors have this really powerful aura. When they walk into a room, they have a presence. People feel them. And this powerful aura is designed to be impactful. So little things they say and do initiate other people. They impact change. They are the person that is a catalyst for other people's growths by little things they say, do and create. So manifestors are like fire starters. They yeah. are here to create new things, start new things. They're really good at starting other people off on a whole journey, but they are not necessarily here to finish the things they start. They uh-huh. also do not have consistent energy. They have these powerful spurts of like, okay, let's set stuff into motion. And then they need this rest cycle where they're like, okay, I don't want to finish it though. I'm over it now. And other people can come in and help them finish. So manifestors really have the sacred role of being fire starters. They have this powerful aura that's designed to inspire people and impact change in the world around them. And they have this kind of closed energy in their aura where you can't quite read a manifestor. you feel that they're a powerful person, but it's like, I have no idea what to expect from you. And because of that combination of being so powerful and impactful, but hard to read, it's kind of this energetic setup where people really want to control that manifestor because it can feel shocking what they're going to say or do next can impact us so much, but we can't put our finger on what it's going to be. So for manifestors, their strategy is informing, using their voice to fill people in on, this is what I'm thinking this is what I'm feeling. This is what I want to do next. This is what I want to create or start next. And by informing, it helps people get on board, understand where this manifestor is coming from. And it creates more ease and less friction of try- people trying to control them. Because in the end, manifestors are here to be independent. They are here to be free. They are really here to create whatever they want and move on whenever they want. And it they, their signature theme is peace, like really just feeling peace as they do all of these things, start all of these fires and then move on in their life and let other people tend to those fires. So if you're a manifester, the most important theme in your life is freedom. If you're working a nine to five job as a manifester, it's crucial that in some way you are your own boss. Like you're allowed to kind of choose your projects and choose your timing that you're working on them, Choose when you want to take some time off. You might really want to work in those spurts for like this week. I'm going to go really hard and start all these things. And then the next week I'm going to settle back and like, let things flow. Um, and as a manifester, the more you start informing, telling people, this is what I need, this is what I want, this is what I'm envisioning, the more it starts to kind of happen. You rally that energy for other people to allow you to take the lead and be the own leader in your life. Amazing. I didn't know that one was that rare.
2: Yeah. Um, so all those are rare. Can I take yes. a savage generator, which is yes. who I am, and yes. all the stuff that I've learned about myself? Yeah. The generator has consistent creative energy, but they can get burnout hundred percent because of all that energy um you listen to your body not so much your mind when you're making a decision like trust your gut and your body things that you do may not make sense to other people I wrote down but your body is connected to a higher plane and a higher knowing so you just have to be present and kind of like receive it and like lean into that because your body is connected to a higher plane that other energy types may not have that connection
1: Exactly. (laughs) Beautiful. Erin. Yes, exactly. Generators are the ones that generate, right? Then there's the name generate this creative vital life force energy. Like they are here to do, to build, to create their dreams. And for them, it's all about the body. The physical body will respond to Things in their environment, like your body just gets this green light. Like, I want to do that. I have energy to pour into this. I want to create in this space. And when generators are creating and doing what they love, what their body is just lit up by, they create this powerful, sacred energy that spills out of them, that feeds all of those other types. We just talked about all of those other types are relying on generators like to a be a generator. Exactly. Like your power goes out. Exactly. You <laughs> guys are everybody. On... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Exactly. And so many generators are not building their dreams. They are not listening to their body. They are sacrificing this powerful creative energy source for someone else's vision that doesn't align with their purpose. And they're going to nine to fives, which they are, can try to force themselves to do a little bit more than projectors. Like they could make it longer than a projector or reflector. But at some point, if you're not really doing what your body loves, if you're not really in alignment with your purpose, you are going to experience burnout. And that can be so confusing for a generator, someone who is designed to be so vital and alive with life and channeling that into what they're creating and building. When that burnout happens for a generator, it can really feel so frustrating. And so, you know, just like you're really losing yourself. So as a generator, it's all about creating and building what you love, what your body is responding to. And absolutely your body's responses are connected to higher planes of knowing about your purpose about your unique path in ways that your mind could never know. Your mind is brilliant. Especially you, Aaron, you have a brilliant mind. Like you're really here to talk about ideas and teach people things and teach people meaning and wisdom. And so your mind is amazing to help other people to channel through your voice, but your body is the thing that is guiding you about where you're meant to be aligning you with those synchronicities. Like you were talking about generators are magnets. They are so magnetic. When you are listening to your body, you attract to you opportunities and inspirations and the right people at the right time. And all you need to do is respond. So just quickly generators strategy is called responding. And what that means is using your body's responses to guide you and allowing yourself to be magnetic, allowing opportunities to come to you. And then all you have to do is respond and engage and take action. Once your body gets that positive response towards that thing.
2: And this may be totally off, but like, as a generator, like when I feel like when you talk, there's so many times like goosebumps. And I, I really physically react like to things. And it is, I just thought some people are that way. Does that have to to do with being a generator that I feel everything like I, and the connected to higher planes, like things that happen to me, like I. I start thinking, I know that they happen, but I start thinking people are going to doubt because it sounds so unbelievable that I'll start taking videos of things (laughs) like I want to, let me just tell you what's happening.
1: more squats and margaritas in a moment. Now
2: this guys, we're moms. We're not out on the town every night anymore. We're chasing our toddlers through our kitchen, but there are those times where you want just that little extra something. Maybe it's a girl's night, a wedding, a date night, a work event. If you're looking for that little extra confidence boost, you need RejuvaLift. RejuvaLift delivers dramatic results to minimize the look of lines, wrinkles, crow's feet, those 11 lines that I have between my eyebrows. I use it on the bags under my eyes. Guys, it works in four minutes and delivers results up to seven hours. I've tried it. I'm obsessed. And now Squats and Margaritas listeners can get 20% off at rejuvaliftbeauty.com using code margaritas. That's R-E-J-U-V-A liftbeauty.com and use promo code margaritas. You need this in your life. Shipping is free. You get 20% off. Search American Nightmare Podcast on all podcast platforms.
1: Now back to
0: squats and margaritas.
2: Like, so I was a stay-at-home mom, and then the pandemic became a blessing. Like, at first, I wanted to, like, move away. I had a two- and a four-year-old One, I was potty training, and something told me to go live on Instagram. And it was basically just like, I was like, what in the hell am I supposed to do with a two- and a four-year-old? There's no playgrounds. Like, what is everybody doing? And I had a little bit of a following. But I was like, because people will come on. Other moms would be like scavenger hunt, take them outside. You got to find a stop sign. You got to find a pine cone. I'm like, yes, this is good. I'm like, let's keep this going next week. Pour a cocktail. We're going to go momming in a pandemic and people started watching it. So then I was like asking real housewives and, um, big prominent mom bloggers to go live with me. And they said, yes. So it became like a little talk show. And my only intention was to entertain moms, share best practices, And I was doing it every week. I remember 5,000 people were on one week and I was like, this is like a thing. But that's all I thought it was. Unbeknownst to me, a program director in Washington, D.C. was watching every week, calls me and said, we want you to host a show on podcast one. That's how I got the show. And they send me all the equipment. And I was like, never in my wildest dreams, like if if there was a newspaper ad that said, podcast one is looking for a new podcast host. Never would that, I wouldn't be like, I'm gonna audition for that. I would never seek it out. But what was for me landed on my lap. I start the show. I am a hustler. I'm a generator. I don't know if you heard. Um, I got, I booked Katie Couric, uh, (laughs) Teddy Mellencamp, Gabby Bernstein, because I just hustled them. So now I have this network of powerful women that I have the connection to. We've stayed in touch after the show, but I wasn't doing anything with it. Enter Getrude, my business coach who truly just manifested. I kept saying, I want to do a Ted talk because I struggled for 20 years with body image and multiple eating disorders, finally kind of figured everything out at 37. And I said, I want to teach women how to like get in shape. Women that are not seeing results that are stressing and cutting their calories. If you just listen to your body funny, because that's what generated (laughs) your your body will tell you what you need. And I I've been able to maintain my weight and, and be happy. And I want to give a Ted talk to women on how to do this. And she manifested and was like, I've given two Ted talks. Like, how can I help you? So I'm telling her about this. She's like, you have all of these connections and you, you have all the content. You I didn't know what to do with it. So it was like, is she a projector? She came in to help. Like she came in wow. and was like, this is what you do. Oh, there's even more. It's, it's in, insane. <laughs> so then Gabby Bernstein is headlining this uh, event in Nashville and I get asked to speak. And I'm like, honestly, a year ago, year and a half ago, I wasn't as, I wasn't even on a spiritual journey, but I'm like, I better get my spiritual game up because I'm going to be speaking with Gabby Bernstein. So I'm going to read all the books. And I started just being more open to it and like listening for signs. And I was being interviewed on a show and it was like the week before the Nashville event. And I didn't have a speech. And I'm like, how in the hell am I going to come up with something that is like in line with like Gabby's spiritual, I had nothing so that it ends. And the host was like, "Uh, what are you going to do now? And I was like, I'm going to go for a run and he's like airpods or no airpods it's like airpods like what kind of psycho would like want to listen to their own thoughts and then i'm like <laughs> you were supposed to tell me that you were supposed to tell me i I said i know you're supposed to tell me no airpods so i went and my entire speech i couldn't get back fast enough i was like writing it down everything i wanted to say came to me on that walk so i go and speak with gabby she told me she liked my shoes so i was like well there's my opportunity will you do my show she said yes got gabby And then I got this group of women and I was talking to my business coach and I said, I've always wanted to start a nonprofit for teen girls who struggle with body image and self-worth, eating disorders, all the things I struggled with. I want it to be retreat style where women who have been through the things can come back, share their stories and show these girls that you're not alone. And that this is only a chapter and everything's going to be fine. And so I put it out there the next day. I'm telling, I have all the videos. Again, I, I always feel like it's so ridiculous. No one's gonna believe. A blue butterfly every day would come to my front porch. And it got to the point my kids would be like, mommy, your butterflies here. And I'd be like, No freaking way. It doesn't leave. I'd come out. It would honestly, I you're gonna you can hang up if you think I'm a psycho. It would get excited. <laughs> it would like go all over the place when I would come out and then sit. And I'm like, what the hell? So I start putting on Instagram. I'm like, the blue butterfly is back. And people are like, butterflies have a life cycle. 48 hours. There's no way. So I'm time stamping. I'm like, not this one here. It is again. Here it is again. And I'm like, what do I do with this? And everybody's like, you're about to up level in your life. And it's like a, your spiritual, like, but I'm like, I see you universe. I see this butterfly, obviously two weeks every day, butterfly. And I'm like, okay. So I, I, it's on my mind. I go into a uh, meeting with Gertrude, my business coach. And she's like, you have to get your nonprofit up. And I'm like, I know, I know. And I know. she's like, what do we call it? And in that moment, it was so clear. I was like blue butterfly and mm. girls. I never saw it again. Goosebumps. Oh my God. My I swear to God. Like, and and I mean, I know it. And people are like, I have all the videos. It will come to my door. And that's why like, when you're saying I have a thing to an, a higher power, I'm telling ta- that is my oh. legacy. And my purpose in this world is to start blue butterfly foundation, to use all the connections that have come to my life from my show. And every single one of them had been like, however, I can help to share my story. I'm using them to put together this foundation. And then my hope is that the young girls that come through it will come back and be blue butterflies for the next generation. And oh. one more thing happened. Gertrude was like, she got this opportunity to do a reality docu-series in New Zealand um, that is women coming together for their cause. And it's like, almost like American Idol for TED Talks of women like championing their causes and the winner is going to be the woman that can best articulate their cause and girls on Friday, I'm flying to New Zealand to compete for blue butterfly foundation. Wow. Oh my like god! Everything. It was like, if she said two weeks ago, I mean, two weeks earlier, is there a cause that you have? And I'd be like, oh, squats and margaritas isn't really, but it was like, as soon as I established my foundation, now there's a show to like, and it's two producers at the own network have it. So it's like, my purpose can get on a bigger network. It's like every step it's crazy. And then I get my moon wow. sign, which I'm Gemini moon, Gemini moon. And it was like everything that, ca- it's everything that has happened to me. And I'm my whole life just been like, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> like That's the only <laughs> thing I looked at, but there's so much more when you look at your moon sign and get your energy type, cause it's everything. And now I know for a little bit, I was like, it's almost Christmas. I have two kids. Um, I just, I'm going to go to another continent. Like, I'm not sure. And I will just ask for signs. And I'm like, I just want to know. And just weird things happen. I woke up with complete clarity that I know I'm supposed to go. And that's wow. where I'm supposed to be. And I'm going on Friday to New Zealand.
0: Oh it's- my God. It's insane. <laughs> I am Insane. It's, it's crazy. crazy. As you're sharing all of this, like, we're just, can we keep pulling up your chart on our computer? computers? We're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you're touching on so many things. There's other things chart. there. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's what so up? much in your chart. We can literally talk about it for the rest of our lives, like a hundred <laughs> years <laughs> because it's, it goes so deep. But the goal with uh, your chart, right? With your gifts, um, the deeper layers in your chart is to be leaning into your gifts in All the things that you do. And when you have something where you're using some of your gifts, it feels good. It feels like, okay, I can do this, I'm into it. But over time, it might feel like something's missing. Like it's not what I thought it was, or it's not who I am. And that's because you're not showing up as your full self every day. And you don't need human design to show up as your full self every day. Human design just gives you the languaging to understand, oh, this is why I've always felt that. And that is consistent for me. And that is like, it gives us languaging to understand yourself. And it makes it something that's like, attainable versus this like elusive energetic kind of thing in the background. Right. Mm. So, um, as you're sharing, there's just so much in your chart. So I don't know if we want to just get right into that. Get in there. Yeah. Oh, wait.
2: So there's one other thing. If you were a manifesting generator, (laughs) you're a generator with manifesting flavor, just in case someone got that.
1: Yes. So, and that's going to be a big percentage of the population. So generators are over 30% and man gens are over 30%. So the majority of the population has this sacred, sacral energy, and they're here to build their dreams. They're here to do what they love. So a manifesting generator is kind of like a hybrid of the generator and the manifestor type that we talked about before. In the end, a manifesting generator is still like a generator. They're here to respond. They're here to listen to their body's responses, to really show them what they're lit up by what they want to use their energy doing and building the difference between a manifesting generator and a generator is that a man gen, as we call them for short, is going to have more focuses. Their energy is really wanting to fire, start just like that manifester create new things and then kind of skip on to the next thing. So they need a lot of variety. They need a lot of diversity. Um, they are people who really like to bounce around from thing to thing. And if they're feeling kind of like they're doing one thing for too long, it starts to feel monotonous and boring that can really put them out of alignment. Whereas, a generator, um, is a little bit more singular in their focus. Like when they find something that is their passion, they could do it for 10 hours straight. And if they are truly in love with it, it's like, they forgot to eat lunch because they're just so their entire body is into that thing. Whereas a man, gen, it's like, they're working on it for an hour and a half. And then they're like, <laughs> okay, time to get to something else. So that's the difference there. But I wanted to say, you know, Aaron, when you're talking, first of all, the butterfly, the, bu- the blue butterfly, um, is not shocking or crazy to us at all. Like that oh. is the magic of this world. Right. And it's so crazy that the, that most of us don't have eyes to see it, or we don't, you know, things like that are happening all the time for us. It's just, were we awake and aware and aligned with, Where we were meant to be to receive this support, these messages. Like, and that's the whole thing as a generator, especially your body is like this compass. Like, it is literally like something inside of you is like, turn north. And your mind is like, why? I'm driving my kids to soccer practice. And your body is like, listen. And your mind has no idea why. Your mind doesn't know what's going to happen next and what's going to happen after that. But as a generator, it's sort of like following these moment to moment breadcrumbs of like, I don't know why my body is just telling me to go to my front yard right now. And when you do, you see that butterfly messenger that is giving you that message. And if you had ignored your body and forced yourself to finish making your smoothie, you would have missed this incredible message that the universe, that your spirit guides, that your higher self were, were trying to deliver you through this beautiful synchronicity. So it's so inspiring to hear you share your story. Like when we hear a generous So generators have, I just want to say, the most beautiful aura in the world. Like we love being around generator aurus. you feel warm and open and inclusive and like this nurturing light, like literally like a mother bear sharing, um, this life force, like mother's milk with the world around you. Right. You create that. I'm going to call it like energetic mother's milk. When you are creating what you love and doing what you love, like you feed the world around you. So it's really kind of like on you to make sure that you're doing what you love, that you're following your passions, because if you're not, you're sacrificing yourself and not actually giving the sacred medicine that you're meant to give. So I'm doing a disservice to the world. Yeah, if I don't exactly. My, I'm going to New Zealand because yes. it's,
2: it's a disservice to the world. If I don't go hundred um, percent, Dana, I have to say, you just made me think of something that I never put together that I'm always like something just made me when we bought this house, I moved in and, uh, it's crazy. The lady that used to live here moved like a few houses down. So she's still in the neighborhood. We were moving in and I knew that the movers were going to come at some time, but I am it's a large house. I could have been anywhere in the house and I'm going, I was out back and something told me to go to the front door and look out. And my neighbor, bless her heart, tried to put mail in the mailbox and forgot to put the car in park and <gasps> was quite literally driving and out of the car, holding onto the steering wheel across my front yard. And I, if I was anywhere else, and it, the whole thing was 20 seconds. And if I was anywhere else in the house, I never would have seen it. I look out and at first I'm like, I'm being punked. Like, that's like a crash test <laughs> dummy body. That's not wow. real. I was like, this is, it was so, and she's going around, And I was like, that's a person. And I ran out and I, it wasn't going fast because she didn't have her foot on the gas, but she's being dragged. And I like went over her with my leg, Put their car in park. She's like covered in leaves and stuff because she's being dragged. I like move the leaves and she's like, You're my angel. And I was like, <sighs> I don't even know. And she's like, who are I was like, I just bought this house. Like something told me to look outside. And you were holding on to car with like the, the steering wheel going across my front yard. But I always tell that story. And she's always like, Miss Mary's always like, Aaron saved my life. And I'm like, something told me to go to the front. I could have been anywhere in the house. And the whole thing was so quick, I would have missed it and wouldn't have been able to stop her car. But something in my body told me to go look and she was like being dragged by her car. And yeah. I never yeah. thought about that. I can't believe that didn't come up when I found out that,
1: I mean, Shayna and I are like, not even, even though this is the most shocking story ever, (laughs) we're like not even surprised because we're looking at your chart. And so all generators have this sacral response coming from their sacral chakra. That is kind of like telling them, yes, I want to be in this space or no, I don't. Yes. I want to be doing this thing or no, I don't. But you Aaron have another special thing on top of that, where your intuition is directly connected to your body that those sacral responses. So you are someone that literally can get this like sudden intuition specifically around safety and other people we know that have this same it's called a channel other people we know that have the same channel have really similar different stories of just like all of a sudden like screaming out loud and like stopping everyone and like stopping a car accident from screaming and and the way that this translates in other areas is like people who have this really are designed to be leaders like they make other people feel safe they're so present and attuned and kind of connected to that spirit consciousness through their body, that they're able to do things and say things and be in the right place at the right time is specifically around safety. And it's just like, It's actually called the channel of power because people who have this, it's so powerful the way that you're connected to, um, these divine nudges or these divine whispers that just come through your body. And it's so interesting how your mind doesn't understand it in the moment. Your mind has no idea why, but your body is like, this is what you're supposed to do. And that's the whole thing, especially for generators and manifesting generators. We are so conditioned to believe that we need to have a five-year plan that we need to have a 10 year plan that we need to have everything planned out to a detail. And generators actually really like to plan. They like to know what they're gonna do next, et cetera. Um, However, it's so crucial that generators are leaving space for in this moment, my body is telling me something else and it was not part of the plan, but I'm going to listen. And that's when you find the universe's plan for you. That's what you say too. I wrote down
2: other people, it may not make sense to anybody else. like yeah. And you're just like, no, I'm sure. And everybody's kind of like, Cause they don't have the same kind of connection to a higher
0: yeah, uh, yeah. situation. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> with this energy, you know, it makes you somebody who can think really quickly on your feet and who can take immediate action and get shit done. And that's amazing. It's so it's never going to be a question of like, can I do this thing? Like, yeah, you can be a stay at home mom and just focus on your children. You can, you know, whatever you can do literally anything. It's always going to be a question of, do you want to do this? And Is your bot, like, are you in that like magical, intuitive, like divine timing place? That's alignment and for you based off of these channels so um in an outward expression and i just want to say you know all the gifts that we're going to talk about and all the gifts in, in the body graph there's an inward expression how you work with this and honor it within yourself and then there's an outward expression how you give this and help other people with this gift mm-hmm. and then there's a low expression and a high expression so the inward expression of working with this gift for example is really tuning into your intuition trusting yourself like it's so important that you trust yourself in general, like a great mantra for you is I trust myself. I trust myself. Um, because when you are trusting yourself and you are present, that's when you get these, like just my body, something in my body is just telling me to go there, say this, whatever. And, and, The outward expression is you really make people feel safe. So I love that you're creating this nonprofit, that you're creating a safe space for people to come and land and see and be seen and share and hear and really um, learn and grow together because your aura, your presence, just being there, being a part of the the container that you're creating makes people feel safe in places that they they've never felt what safety feels like there.
2: And it's really, thank you.
0: It's really beautiful. Oh my, that you're so, making. Me,
2: that's why they're making me do not make. I shouldn't say that. That's why I am <laughs> going to do the pilot because I was like, no, I can't. Like, I, I have two kids. Like, I'm not. And she's like, we need your energy. She's like, you. There's nothing like you. We need your energy in the pilot. I'm like, no. If it gets yeah. picked up by own, I'll do the show. And she's like, you have to be in the pilot to give to own your energy. Your energy and until I was like studying this. I'm like, and then when I described that, I felt itchy. It's like I wasn't saying I'm. It's a physical when I said, I, I didn't know what it was, but there was like, my body felt like itchy until I found, and it wasn't like, I'm going to host a podcast. And then I'm Mm going (laughs) to,
0: you didn't know what it was, but there was something itchy. That's so crazy. And it falls in your lap. And that's, what's what you're designed as a generator is like everything that I want, that I don't even know that I want. It just falls in my lap. And then <laughs> I listen to my body like, do I have energy for this excitement in my body or do I feel like I'm drudging through the mud to get there?
1: Wow. Um,
0: and when it comes to a podcast and a nonprofit, so you have this channel, which we are so glad that, like, before we even met you or knew your story or anything, we're like, oh, amazing, love that she has a podcast. Like, we knew we were coming on your podcast, right? Yeah. Um, and you have this channel that's specifically around uh, channeling ideas and sharing them with meaning and in a way that's funny and interesting and uh, meaningful and connective. And instead of talking about all the facts and figures and numbers and details, really talking about the meaning, like why this is helpful, why this is important, how this changed your life. Um, and with this, you have this ability internally to channel a lot of ideas and to just have things drop in and you don't know what it's for yet. It's like, just things can pop in your head. And we always recommend like, write those things down because you're taking something that's energetic and you're making it physical by writing it down. And so this blue butterfly, for example, is a great example of that, of like, this is just coming in, coming in all of a sudden it's like, boom, that's the name of my nonprofit. Like it was there for a minute.
2: Yes. I didn't know what it was, but I I received it. I put it, I just kept, yeah. But you're right. You said something, Dana, like, what if I didn't go? for yeah. two weeks. Yeah. I could have missed it for two weeks. Yes. And I, right. Every day, one day I didn't see it in the morning. And then I came back, I put that on Instagram, came back from a walk <laughs> on the front step. And I was like, you got to, people are like, it's not, it can't be alive. Still <laughs> how often I've never <laughs> seen a blue butterfly before. Yeah. Like it was so, I kept saying creepy. I'm like, stop saying creepy. It was so right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, got treat, I mean, but it was scaring me. Like I was almost like my husband's like apps that like, you're kidding. When my kids would be like, Mommy, you're a butterfly. He's like, and I'd come out and be like, There, and we already knew it or look, it would be right on my front step. Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. And then it was like she got the message. Yeah, And then it it did its,
1: it it lived its whole purpose. Yeah. It's interesting with our conditioning. So a huge part of human design is this is who I am naturally. And then a whole other part of human design is this is who the world taught me to be, who I am not naturally. So there's, it's really understanding what was my conditioning? What have I been told I have to be? How have I been told to operate versus who am I really, what am I really meant to do? How am I really meant to move through this world? So it's kind of both. And with this conditioning, Conditioning, our social conditioning tells us so many things. One thing it tells us is that, is who we have to be in our roles. So, as a mother, you need to do this instead of listening to your purpose and blah, 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 blah. And your nature is saying, no, as a mother, as me, as the mother who my kids chose when they came into this lifetime, your kids chose you as a mother um, because they wanted you right? Your purpose, your energy, and they need to see you being you in the world. That is how you are designed to mother. So in human design, we have this phrase like "enlightenedly selfish, because for so many parents, it feels like you're being selfish. If you're choosing your own path, your own vision, but really that is the most enlightened thing that you can do. That is the greatest gift that you can give your children. And for children to watch a parent who is not allowing themselves to be who they are, who is not realizing their purpose. That is what you are passing that conditioning down to your children, instead of empowering them to live their sacred role in this lifetime and to be who they are, which is the greatest gift. And there's another piece of our conditioning that tells us life is hard. Always life is always hard and you always have to work hard. And that's not necessarily true when you are living in alignment There is a certain level of ease of harmony of, I can't believe it was this easy. I can't believe it came to me in this flow and what it really is, is harmony, right? We are designed to be when we are just being who we are, we are designed to be harmonious. And so we have this myth that if everyone is unique and if everyone's different and if everyone is special and if everyone has a unique life purpose, won't that be too many different things? And won't there just be chaos? But the truth is there is this divine intelligence, this divine design that we all exist as a part of. And when we all allow ourselves to be who we are, we exist in harmony. There's this sense of flow. That doesn't mean we won't have to face fears. That doesn't mean we won't have to face challenges. It doesn't mean that you know, things won't happen that we weren't planning. Um, life is all about ups and downs. It's all about the full spectrum. So we can really grow and, and live. But when you you're in alignment. Even your challenges feel juicy; they feel good. Like when you're yeah. facing those fears of, like you know, getting on the stage and speaking. I was just about to say TED Talk. <laughs> Going yeah, in the and- red circle. And some of your biggest gifts in your chart, Erin, are around um, using your voice and really being able to market something, like being able to explain it from a heart-centered way in a way that people can really understand. So that is one of your main sun gifts. So when you said who can communicate their mission the best, I was like, you are literally born to do that. And people need you to do that. Um, It's one of your most powerful gifts in your entire chart is being able to say, Being able to explain it in a way that people receive with their heart versus just something on paper. It's almost like you channel, like your voice connects in with this is the mission and this is who I'm speaking to. And I'm going to like use my voice and allow sort of once again, that higher form to come through me. And you really act as a vessel that help people embrace, understand, and feel something. It's like you could say the same message as someone else, but the way that you say it, hits people, moves people, and people receive what you say because of the way that your voice works. And another one of your gifts is about being on a stage, being in the spotlight and having a fear around doing so, having, wanting to support others, wanting to listen to others, wanting to amplify the voice of others, but not necessarily you yourself wanting to be on stage Empowering or have the responsibility to feel exactly. Yes, that's like, what for feels women natural to be in their
2: best bodies and for right. them to feel what it feels like. But yes. for the first 45 seconds of my speech, my body's lit, like physically <laughs> shaking. I just had somebody on my show. She's a public speaker. And I was like, if I do the show or if I do a Ted talk and I was like, can you just give me something that I can just go into the show? Like, do you have a tip that I like halfway, not even quarter of the way through. I'm in flow and I'm feeling good, but I'm like, I'm literally, I am so nervous and shaky at the beginning, but it's like, you do it. She's like but you do it anyway. And you lean into that. And what you said about me being able to tell it in a way that hits I wrote my book and so many people came for me saying this woman should not be talking about eating disorder recovery because she is not a professional. And what she's saying is not in line with how professionals seek recovery and immediately imposter syndrome. I was like, oh my God, I didn't go to treatment. I, I, I just completely like acquiesced and was like, you're right. I don't know what I'm talking about. And then I was like, I get all these messages from women that are like, you were the first, I talk about my bulimia the most. And you're the first woman that I've ever told that I was bulimic. My husband doesn't know. Thank you for sharing your story. And I get like, it's like a safe space for women to come in because I share everything. And for so long, I wasn't living authentically. And I was, I mean, honestly, I was prom queen. I was homecoming queen. And I was trying to just have this persona. But on the inside, I was depressed. I was anorexic. Then I was bulimic. Like I I was dealing with so much, but trying to put on this but now it's like, I talk about all those things and I finally feel like I can breathe and this feels right. Like sharing all the stuff that for so long I hid feels just the right and authentic and connection with other people from sharing it. But you're, but you're like, society says like, you don't talk about like, when I say it, sometimes people are like, I'm like, well, my bulimia, people are like, Oh, like you really just talk about, but I feels right. And it feels comfortable, but I'm not a professional.
0: And oh this is being a four, <laughs> six. So, um, your profile as a four, six, first of all, it's four like six. the only profile where it literally says like, could start a nonprofit, like would feel really Stop. in alignment to start a nonprofit. <laughs> yeah. Like in the textbook, it says that, um, which is crazy. Right. So Being a four, six, it really just tells us that you're somebody who deeply cares about others and wants to, uh, share and guide and change their perspectives, um, from a place of authenticity. So Dana and I are two fours. We also have a four in our profile and we always tell people with fours in their profile that the way that you lead and manifest and have success is actually always going to be through authenticity and vulnerability. And the more (laughs) real and like, this is just real shit. This is my truth. I'm an open book. I'm sharing from a really like, I don't know. I'm just figuring out my life kind of way. People feel like I know her, like I know her. And like even if you sound like an idiot people are like oh my god i love that she sounds like an idiot because <laughs> i'm an idiot too and like yes. that i feel so seen i know her i want to work with her i want to be a part of that because it's you and i get a chance to see you whereas if, if anyone with a four in their profile is trying to go about it like i have to be super professional i have to do what you know the world is telling me that is right in this situation and whatever, putting on kind of that like wall or that layer, that facade, facade. (laughs) then then you're not attracting people because it's like I don't know
2: you. Other people what's a
0: reflector would get all anxious
2: because you're being, yeah, (laughs) exactly. I'm learning
1: so much.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And other profiles, it is like aligned for them and supportive for them to be professional and to be connecting and more of like a, what's everyone's issue here. And like, let me find solutions and, you know, solve a problem. But as a four line, it really is about like What is the shit that is real and vulnerable and authentic for me? And let me be that open book. So even Dana and I, in our podcast, like we don't edit a single thing because the more real we are, the more people we help. And that's just the truth as a four line. So being a four, six, there can be this tendency to, um, fence it in your life where it's like, well, to fence it fence. Oh. I, I switch my so eyes. Like,
1: my <laughs> like you can't, especially when you're younger, you feel like, well, on one hand, my heart says this, and on the other hand, my head says this, and you get kind of stuck between what you should do and what you want to do. And especially when you're young as a four, six, you can feel a lot of pressure around like, what am I actually feeling called to do versus like, what does my mind say I should do? What makes sense? And you can kind of like have indecision, right? You can get kind of stuck. There can be moments where you really feel like you lose yourself because There's these two voices, and you're not really sure which one to follow. But Mm -hmm. when you start really using your authority, your decision making in human sign, which for you is listening to that body, that that sacral um, authority for you, that transcends this. Like, well, I don't know. What do I? What do people want from me? What do people expect from me? And it literally eliminates it and gives you this one. Like, I don't know why, but I know this is my truth, and that is huge. Like, life changes for a four six when they start trusting themselves and getting out of that head versus heart, what I should do versus what I want to do kind of energy. I didn't know that before you guys, like you, I didn't know. Now I know
2: to trust that, but like, had I not gone to your website, um, (laughs) maybe we do a part two. What my body is telling me right now is that I need to do your podcast. (laughs) I have a feeling that we do my chart on your podcast. And then I think to Jesse Retta at Sarah Hall, she's Gabby's uh publicist and uh, that she yeah. was the one that I herrat and I'm like I need Gabby I need Gabby she told me my shoes were sick so I went and talked to her and she's like she <laughs> and I sent a picture of me and Gabby and she's like oh my god because I was trying to book her and Jesse's like oh, okay here's her calendar and then Jesse was like referred me to your publicist and was like here's another two that would be perfect like she brought you to me
1: wow, and I, I know that. that it
2: was supposed to, it's all meant to be Like I know that I was supposed to meet Jesse. Jesse was going to bring you guys to me to help me figure out more about myself and learn that now that I know this, I can trust my body. Maybe we do a part two. Everybody that is hearing all this magic that you're saying about my chart and they want to know about theirs, where do they go?
0: Yeah, so you can go to our website, which is (laughs) daylunalife.com. You can also go to our podcast, which is the Dayluna Human Design Podcast or our Instagram, which is at Dayluna. And there's a ton of information good place to start is the podcast. And you have a book coming out tomorrow. Yes. So it's called your human design and you can find it anywhere that you purchase books, Amazon, our website, daily life. Um, you can also Barnes and Noble, all the places. Um, and it goes through all of the different types, the different authorities, um, along with, rituals, daily practices, like how to actually apply your design. Um, It has quizzes in there to recognize when you're in your not self, it goes through the different centers and even affirmations that you can apply based on your own channels and gates. So we basically created the book that we wish that we had when we first discovered human design. And even if you know human design, this book is like, this is how you live your design. And it's beautiful. (laughs) It's really high vibe. It's got gold foil on the cover. So it's (laughs) like, we're just into the vibes of this book. So I am into your
2: vibes. And this interview has been life-changing just finding you guys, like all that I learned, even before I talked to you guys, it, I would not have known any of this without you. You're solidifying my decisions. Um, something's telling me to go to New Zealand. I guess when this airs, we'll see if I have a show on Netflix Mm. or own, (gasps) maybe I will. amazing if it doesn't happen i went to new zealand and it was all yeah it was all for for the divine path thank you so much for listening to the squats and margaritas podcast if you haven't subscribed please subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode and i'll see you next week for a brand new episode of squats and margaritas